0: We know, you know, how many stories have we done here over the last year or so with, um, you know, really, really low unemployment, uh, very, very high job vacancies, all kinds of different industries and sectors saying we're desperate for people. So, you, you know, you'd think that some of the usual barriers that people have faced wouldn't be a factor if they're out seeking a job right now, but they are. And I still hear from you in the audience, whenever we talk about this, I hear from some of you in the audience saying, you know what? Um, ageism, still a big problem. It's still commonplace. Landing a job after the age of 50 is not easy. You will face barriers, even in a climate like this. But there are things you can do. We're going to chat with Bill Merck. He's a veteran. He's a leadership expert. He's an author. and He's going to help us figure out how to handle ageism. Bill, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you being here.
1: Well, oh, I'm happy to be here. And I think your topic is uh, very timely.
0: Yeah, I th- it is. I mean, and like I say, I hear it from the audience whenever we talk about finding jobs or job vacancies. It's still incredibly common, isn't it? It's just something that happens.
1: It is. It's just the prejudice that I think is just built into society always has been i think to some extent but there's ways around it and things that people can do what do you think it's based in when
0: you're right it's a prejudice that's what it is we've got some preconceived notions or the people doing the hiring to what's it
1: rooted in what's the thinking why is that stigma there well i i wrote about some of this in a book i wrote recently "Breadcrumbs: finding a philosophy of life and in writing that book what i Really got into was the fact that so many, so much of our view of the world is shaped by our life experiences. The way we, the lens through which we see the world comes from those experiences. So the experiences that have shaped a view of the world for somebody that's, say, in their 50s, 60s, 70s is quite different from the experiences. That the current hiring officials experienced in their lives. They're probably more in their thirties. Would you say maybe forty? Probably, That's probably the age range. And right now, too, they're hiring that the the, uh, the large pool of employees right now are the Gen Z group, those that are uh, pushing twenty six now, and then the people that are we're talking about now with ageism. Their, their life experiences have taught them something a little differently. And it's in contrast or conflict possibly with the, the hiring official. So I think it's really, really important for a person that's, say, 50 or more, as they're applying for a job to, and, and this is all available on the Internet in different ways, find out a little bit about who, is, who the hiring officials are, what their background is, what their life experiences were like so you can relate to them in an interview. You don't need to be talking about things that affected you with, the, say, the Vietnam War or some of these things that are just ancient history to the hiring official. Be more relatable to the world as it exists today. And um, I think that will help you tremendously. If I were being interviewed today, the first thing I would do is... um, Look up, try to find out a little background on the people that are going to be interviewing me or hiring me. Hopefully, and then I would look at the workplace to see what what are their goals, what are they trying to achieve, and then use my experience to show how I could really help them with what I'm what I know, what I've, my experience has been. But don't go too far back in that mm-hmm. experience, but relate it to today's world that they're in. So basically it's just
0: changing the perspective then bill whereas the age um is seen as a detriment it can be the advantage because you know it comes with wisdom it comes with experience you, you've been there you've done some of these things so it, the, the age is not necessarily a bad thing it can actually be really beneficial for a company
1: Oh absolutely i think a team a good team for a company is very diverse yeah. you've got We should have young people, middle people, and older people because they all have had different experiences, they have different perspectives, and the leader of that team can draw on all of those different perspectives to come up with a solution that is uh, optimal if they actually listen to people, and most of the times they do. But I think, getting back to your point, though, the, the wisdom, I think Older people applying for jobs, the principles they live by, honesty, integrity, reliability, they are just as strong as ever, but are they able to share their wisdom in a way that is relatable to an employer's current needs, and do they understand what the hopes, dreams, aspirations are of the um, people in an age group that's doing the hiring? think can they relate to that that's yeah exactly that's going to be one of the hurdles to overcome
0: i was interested because i think for a lot of people you know maybe you've had a career for 25 30 years whatever and you've been laid off you've been whatever and i think a lot of people sort of oh, what do i do now i've got 10 15 years of working life left and uh, i think people think they just got to take what they can get but you've actually done some writing saying hey find your dream gig i mean it's not the end of the road that's you can still go out and find your dream job past the age of 50 bill
1: Sure. Yeah, I think so. And it might not be tomorrow, but you can find it. Um, But you have to relate. You have to be. You need to understand what the people that are you're looking to hire you. What do they really need? And can you present yourself in a way to show that you can fill that need? And I think you can. And I think
0: you're right. It doesn't. To be honest, at any age, if you can do that, right? If you can show that, hey, this is what you need with your operation, and I can fill that need, you're going to be in a good, pretty good spot.
1: Absolutely. You know, I've, I've often said to interviews are two way streets. I mean, the the person doing the interview is asking you a lot of questions about yourself, trying to learn about you, but at the same time. If you're astute, you'll be listening carefully to the interviewer and you can pick up on what their needs are that may well have not been in the advertisement. Right. Advertisements for jobs are typically generic. Nobody wants to air dirty laundry in an advertisement for a position they need to fill. But if you can figure out what that need really is in the interview process and then count your responses. In in, uh, in a way that shows that you have the ability to fill that need for them, and you're going to add some real value to their company. Excellent. Excellent that's, advice. Oh, that's really important, I think. I think just you're just absolutely you right. Had a ti- just because you had a title in the past, uh, that was the past. It doesn't mean anything now. What, what can you do for the company? What can you do for this organization that you want to be a part of? And what will you do for them tomorrow? Yep. present
0: yourself in that way. Fantastic. Bill, great advice. Thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate your time.